Okay. Well, good to see you, everybody. Are you all right? Yeah, good. I'm feeling it. That's good. Um, let me just get me doofer. You need a doofer. Brilliant. And welcome at home, too. Uh, it's really good to have you with us. We have been working through this series, uh, which will appear on the screens, Life Coaching, Living Life to the Full. This goes through to the 21st of March, with a few little breaks in there. We have so far covered these. Grayed out are the ones we have covered. Cost and dealing with your past. Two cheery little numbers uh, that we've tackled so far to get us going on this. And today we are focusing on this. Thoughts. Our thought life. So we all think Every single person, it's estimated that people have somewhere between 60 to 80,000 thoughts every single day. So if you're not sure, that works out to around 3,000 thoughts per hour that our brains roughly do. We have positive thoughts, exciting thoughts, we have thoughts about processing. Thoughts that come before you speak, thoughts that probably should have come before you spoke, um, thoughts of love and worry and more, the nagging ones, the fleeting ones. Thoughts, are, they cascade around our heads, they are, they are private, and to be honest, most of them should stay that way, especially if this is true. If everyone knew what I was thinking I would get punched in the face a lot. I do sometimes think, thank goodness, there is not yet a device that can really like properly read your thoughts and broadcast them somewhere. Wouldn't that just be pretty hideous? I, I, I mean, I think so. I don't know about you. Maybe you're amazing uh, like that, but I'm glad mine don't. So um, Gandhi, he said this. He was a pretty, um, a pretty wise man. He said this, your beliefs become your thoughts, your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, your actions become your habits, habits become your values, your values become your destiny. Now he was, he was pretty legendary, Gandhi, and stood for some amazing things, but he didn't really get there first on that one. Solomon did. And in the book of Proverbs in the Bible, we have this, as a man thinketh. So is he. <laughs> as a man thinketh, so is he. To modernize it very slightly, as a person thinks, so they are. Or, to scoot through straight to a paraphrase that we're going to work with today, is this. What you think is what you become. You could say, you today are the consequence and sum of the thoughts that have gone on in your yesterdays. So, this is pretty scary. Now, I've got a question for you. You can raise your hands. You can raise your hands at home, and, and I'll pretend to see you. Um, how many of you think that thoughts are entirely random? Thoughts are random. Just put your hands up if you think thoughts are random. Come on, put your hands straight up. I can't see that, can I? Straight up, pointy fingers. Okay, so a few of you think thoughts are entirely random. Okay. The thing is... If we are going to live life to the full, if that's something that Jesus promised, 
So Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but I've come that you'd have life and have it to the full. So if we're going to try to find a way to embrace this full life, and at the same time we are to some degree the sum of yesterday's thought, well, surely the only way we are going to be able to start to approach and embrace living life to the full. We have got to get hold of yesterday's thoughts. Or, to be honest, we've got to get hold of today's thoughts before they become yesterday's thoughts tomorrow. Because if the thoughts are utterly, completely random, I'm doomed. I don't know about you. I mean, there is no hope. If it's literally just this cascade of random stuff that goes around my head and to some extent your heart, we'll come on to that a little bit later on. Wow, it's bad news for me. Personally, from what I can see in the Bible, um, I would say there is an element of control that we can have over our thoughts. An element. I wouldn't say they are entirely controllable. But the thing is this, the majority of thoughts travel down well-trodden paths. Now we've got a big word coming up, it's going to appear on the screen. Neuroplasticity. Just look at someone in the room and say, neuroplasticity. Sounds like this in the room. No, ha 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 ha. Um, anyway, this neuro <laughs> is the brain's ability to forge new pathways. So let me explain. It used to be a fairly commonly held belief that the brain was forming in childhood and by the time you got to kind of teens-ish, maybe late teens, the brain was basically hardwired. That's it, fixed, job done. The computer is built. But natural fact, science has been discovering that this isn't entirely true. That actually, there is something called neuroplasticity, which is the brain's ability to forge new pathways, new thinking patterns. So, the brain has this ability to create new connections. And the more these connections are used, the more established they become. So these connections can be thoughts or actions. So hopefully this picture, which we're going to need to stay on just for a few moments, will help to explain it. Now, this piece of land here is a piece of land right near where we live. Actually, you can't quite see our house. We're sort of behind a tree down at the bottom there. I've got my back to Waitrose. There is no fence behind me when I took this photo. It's just open to the pavement and then the road and then a pavement and then Waitrose. People can walk anywhere on this piece of land. Okay? They can go anywhere they like. There is no restriction at all. You can see the fence on the right there, which is just approaching Drover's roundabout, and the fence on the left, which fences off the houses. But if you look... What you can see there on the left-hand side, starting in about the middle and curving up slightly to the left, you can see a path is being formed. Can you all see that? You see that at home, hopefully? You can see a path there. There's a, if you squint or something, it may be, I don't know, maybe it makes it clearer. There is a distinct path. You know, no one has ever set that path. There is no official path. But 
The more the path is used, the more the path is used. The more the path is used, the more the path is used. In some places, some big sort of complexes, schools, some places like this, sometimes there is a trend that paths are not always officially created. There are some key paths that are created and then they wait to see where everybody walks. And that's where you put the paths in. Okay, so basically, the more the path is used, the more the path is used. Same here, the more the neural, neural pathway is used, the more the neural pathway is used. So basically, once you think one thought, then think it again and again and again, the easier it becomes to think those thoughts. Follow it up with action, and it becomes even more embedded. Eventually, it will become your default thought or belief. I've got some things here that people say. These are things that if you've said them just a handful of times, they are starting to become embedded, like my pathway near our house. Ah, it'd be just my luck. I always get sick at this time of year. Nobody really likes me. I'm just not very clever. That girl, she is such a cow. God loves me, but he doesn't like me. Uh, I mean, I know people say God heals, right? But I know loads of people have been prayed for and have stayed sick or died. God is good. (laughs) I mean, he really isn't because blank happened to me, my family, my friend. Here's a great one. Here's an entrenched thought. Oh, can't be bothered. I'm just a rubbish mum, dad. COVID-19 situation is just hopeless. I'm terrified I'm going to get it. Or this one, I'm really worried about the more the path is used, the more the path is used. The more the neural pathway is used in our brains, the more the neural pathway is used in our brains. The more we think something, the more we believe it and then act out of that belief. And as a person thinks, so they are. Paul Super church planter Paul, as we like to call him here, when he was writing to the church in Rome, he said this, Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy, Holy Spirit through a, I underline this, total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in God's eyes, in his eyes. So be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation. If you look at that word reformation, reformation. Our brains need reforming. These neural pathways need recreating. So they are pathways of life and not pathways of death. So, we have this. We are transformed when we think differently. Letting our minds be renewed or reformed. Be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. So how we think will absolutely be shaping our day-to-day. 
And if we want to live life to the full, then we must get hold of our thoughts and find a way to dwell on those thoughts and those things that bring life and not the things that bring death. So how do we do it? Three words. If you remember nothing else of today, I don't care if you forget the word neuroplasticity, but I do care if you forget these three. Guard your heart. And by heart, I don't mean eat less fat. I don't mean your pump. I mean your heart, the heart of who you are. So, in another nod to our American friends who love to do this, everybody say, guard your heart. Oh, yes. Above all else, guard your heart, the Bible says in Proverbs, for out of it flow the issues of life. So, this is how we guard our queen. Often there's more than one, but the photo I found, there was one. So there is one guard. For those listening on a podcast, I'm so sorry. Really, you're going to have to just find it online. But there is a guard stood outside a sentry box outside Buckingham Palace. This is how we guard our senior politicians. And as it happens, we know one of the police officers. I did actually look in this photo to see if he was on duty, but he, um, he wasn't as far as we could tell. This is how we guard our senior politicians. So we have armed police officers. We have gates outside there are... Um, concrete blocks and things to stop any sort of ramming of the gate, etc. And then it comes to how we guard our own hearts. Very often. Wide open gate. No one on duty, no sentry, no guard. We don't really monitor who or what comes in or out. Our hearts, something so precious, something that is going to help to define our tomorrow. And the gate is wide open. Any thoughts welcome. Come this way. We have an enemy of our souls, as we know, and the devil loves to ensure that all kinds of subtle manipulation comes through this gate. From twaddle to divisive. I mean... Did God really say, you're useless and you're worthless? There's no point leaning into God. I'm not sure he exists anyway. You're just a random collection of atoms. Gender and sexuality aren't designed at all. They're discovered. See, listen to this person. That person, they deserve your hatred and your unforgiveness after what he did. I'm never going to forgive them. I'm just going to eat another piece of cake. Look at 10 minutes of porn. Write this unkind Facebook post. Not go to the gym. Whoa, 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 she's hot. Whoa. I may as well find someone else as I deserve better than who I'm with. Taking this is not really (laughs) stealing. I mean, I know I leave 10 minutes early and I did yesterday and I have... It's not really stealing. I mean, I don't have to meet with other people to follow Jesus. I mean, God's everywhere, right? I mean, that's what the Bible says. God's everywhere, right? The gate is wide open. The world will feed you thoughts. The enemy will feed you thoughts. And he won't do this. Bad thought coming. Bad thought coming. No, no, no. Oh, they're subtle. They're subtle. They will move a bit and a bit and a bit. And a bit, and it's not until a year later you realise, wow, I'm now all the way over here. 
And so it is with the enemy. He doesn't come in with something here. He comes in from this point with something here. Did God really say? It's just like a questioning. It's just a doubting. Before we know where we are, we can find ourselves with that field. If we can just have the field back up, we can find ourselves with that field being full of destructive, harmful, here's a great word, pernicious thoughts. Temptation comes in the same way. We all know, right, the affair doesn't start with the first kiss. It starts when we leave the gate open. And let those thoughts set up camp in the field of our hearts and minds. Don't forget, our thoughts are the breeding ground for our actions. It's like when people say, oh, I didn't really mean to. I just fell in love with another person. Like, really? I wasn't aware that love was a whole. You don't fall in love accidentally with someone else. You leave the gate open. Speaking as someone who left the gate open in the past. You don't fall in love. You don't take control of your thoughts. So, guard your heart. How do we do that? Two things, really easy. This. Number one, watch and listen for what comes in. What are you feasting your eyes on? What are you shoving in your ears? Or what are you letting be put in front of your eyes? and going in your ears. Social media. I know that many of you think, wow, he's on his soapbox again. How many hours do you spend on social media in any given week? Have you got any idea? This is rhetorical, so don't worry, you don't have to answer. How many hours do you think you spend on it? I've got a really good idea. If you don't know, try counting and just see. It might, be not, oh, it might be not a lot. I don't know. What about watching TV or something like that? So I, I looked up some data, actually, for this country, social media. More than a third of the total time spent online in the UK is on sites owned by Google or Facebook. This reflects the primacy of video and social media in people's online consumption, particularly on smartphones. Around 9 in 10 internet users visit YouTube every month, spending an average of 27 minutes per day on the site. This is British proper official stats. Okay? This isn't like from one of our reputable newspapers. This is, I can't remember where I got it, Office of National Statistics, I think. A similar number visit Facebook, spending on average of 23 minutes a day there. So, in 40 days of that level of watching YouTube, you could have read the whole of the New Testament. Rather than being fed a subtle and consistent stream of, I don't know. And that's the point. We don't always know what we're being fed. I can't do a... I can't do a Trump impression, but if I could, I'd say fake news. How do, how, how do you know? Fake news doesn't come with big red horns, latex suit thing. Fake news is subtle. 
How about this? TV. This is America. Okay, so we can, we can just absor- absolve ourselves of any responsibility here. Average American television viewing, 2,737 hours per year. That works out to a staggering 52 hours per week television viewing. Unbelievable. Who are you listening to? You can listen to who you like, but know who you're listening to. Laura Koonsberg, the ever optimist about the political situation in Britain. Camera uh, Stallis or Kylie Jenner. I don't know. Who are you letting speak into your life? Some of these influencers have millions upon millions. And there are particularly teenagers and older hanging on their every word. Like, do you even know anything about them? Oh, well, they look great. They do some life hacks. So, reading the Bible. Here's a thing. I don't know how much Candy Crush you play or, I don't know, Tetris back in the day. I don't know how much you play Tetris. Awesome, that was. But listen, I don't know how long you play it for, and nor do I want to know how long you're on the loo. Each day, cumulatively, add that time up. But do you know what? In 20 minutes, you could have read one, two, and three John, the books, okay? Because after all, the Bible is part of God's love letter to us and reveals what he is like. In just an hour and 23 minutes, you could have read Mark. In just 18 hours, you could have read the whole of the New Testament in just 18 hours. So how much time are you spending watching TV compared with, say, worshipping or volunteering or listening to podcasts or some of these other things that put something into our lives rather than take away from them? So if we could just have that screen back up. Watch and listen for what comes in. I am not about to tell you the things that are good and bad. I can't tell you because one thing that is good for someone else isn't really very helpful for someone else. So there is no, I I can't tell you that. The Holy Spirit will tell you if you ask him. But you've got to make yourself aware. So years ago, I was studying jazz piano when I was at university. I studied classical piano. I studied composition. I studied conducting. But I also studied jazz piano. And I had a brilliant jazz piano teacher. He was a great guy. And we'd be given these lead sheets, which is basically uh, a sheet with chord names and notes for the tune. And he would say, right, I want you to go away and um, I just want you to come back and play this tune, whatever it is, some jazz tune. You know, and I'd come back and I'd, I'd play it and I'd think, oh, I've done all right with that. Um, and then he'd say, right, now I want you to play it completely differently. What do you mean completely? Like, like forget everything you've done, play it completely differently. Well, that was quite tricky for a start. But he would say, you don't really quite know what you've done, do you? What do you mean? He said, well, do you realize that even though I gave you that set of chords, you added in a whole load of other chords and you did lots of other things. Did I? Yeah, you did. And he said to me, that's fine, Chris. You can do that, but you've got to know you're doing it. And so it is with our thoughts. You can have whatever you want coming in, but you've got to measure it. You've got to know. You've got to have some idea. How much time am I spending on X? Actually, is this person a particularly good influence? Is this television program really particularly building me up, strengthening me, setting me up for my tomorrow? 
in a way that I would really like. So that's number one on there. Watch and listen for what comes in. Number two is really simple. Don't let the bad thoughts stay in there. Kick them out. Bad thoughts will come in. It says Jesus was tempted in every way, yet was without sin. Okay? So in other words, the thoughts definitely came into Jesus' mind. But you have two options. You either hurry them along to go straight back out the other side. Or, essentially what you do, the Bible says that you take those thoughts captive and lead them into obedience to Jesus. So that thought comes in that says, ha, God doesn't really love you. And you say, he flipping does. And so much so that Jesus died on the cross for me. And you replace that thought. And do you know what the best thing to do is? Don't think it. Speak it out loud. It's really hard to think one thing and speak another. I know there are some people who are really good at it. No comment. No further comment there. But generally, the thinking and the speaking go hand in hand. And the speaking will always trump the thinking. So kick bad thoughts out. Don't let them linger. There won't be a person in here who hasn't at some point had a fantasy thought about having a relationship with someone else. Whether in them, and they may be already married or it's inappropriate or something, whatever. When I say that's okay, I mean it's not your fault that that thought came in. But it is our responsibility to do something with that, kick it straight back out. We just kick it out. You find what's wrong with it, kick it out. It's like you get it by the by there and just pull it out I had many years ago I was teaching and I was teaching a year six class I know we've got to finish I was teaching a year six class and this lad came in and I could tell he he wasn't in my class and he walked through the open door interestingly he walked through the open door and he went over to this kid and literally started punching the living daylights out of him like right in front of me so I did what you do with bad thoughts. I literally went and grabbed him, restrained him, and dragged him out of the classroom. He called me some names on the way, and afterwards, and then tried to throw a chair at my head. But he wasn't staying in there. And that's how ruthless we need to be with the thoughts when they come in. So, to sum up, watch and listen for what comes in. Number two, kick the bad thoughts out because what you are thinking today is helping to form what your tomorrow looks like. Let's pray because we need to wrap up. Thank you, Father, you've given us amazing... Yeah, let's stand. If you're at home as well, let's stand. Thank you, Father, you've given us the amazing capacity to be able to think, to fantasize, to imagine, to wonder, to all these things. We thank you for it. But we also know, God, that comes with a responsibility. We want to live life to the full and we recognize that the stuff we think today creates the stuff of tomorrow. Holy Spirit, will you help each one of us just to, to spot those thoughts and think, oh, not a helpful one, or I don't want to linger there, or to make sure that we're keeping the gate shut on the field of our hearts and minds, that we're not letting anything, any old random stuff come in. Thank you, God. And if anyone's in the room or at home, you've never even said yes to Jesus before, I'll tell you what, today is a great day to embark on that journey. You can just, wherever you are, you can just say yes to him. Yes, God, I want you.
That's all you need to say. And you'll know that you've said it from here. If you do that, get in touch with us. We would love to support you. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. And we hope you enjoyed it. For more information, visit ashfordvineyard.org or maybe drop into something if you're nearby. In the meantime, have a great week and know just how loved you are.